Hello again, this is Greg, and I'm joined by my son Trey during this podcast, and we are podcasting from the 2024 um, National Pheasant Fest and Quail Classic, and my guest right now is Bruce Gokowski, and Bruce is the director of the Ultimate Nature Experience um, for Youth, located in um, Lanesboro, Minnesota, and I'd like to welcome Bruce to our podcast. Oh, thank you. Thank you, you Greg. Bet. Thank you, Troy. Well, Bruce, I want to say that uh, when you corresponded uh, uh, with me, you sent a, an email uh, reply to me uh, about your camp and being uh, willing to be a, a guest on our podcast. And I'll tell you, you asked me to watch a video to, to learn a little bit more about your program and tell you what I am I am so very impressed and I'm anxious for our listeners to hear from you about what this program is all about so please share what tune is all about yeah thank you Craig um, yeah tune the ultimate nature experience we're a conservation ecology camp for students 11 to 16 um, we're based at the uh, we hold it at the Eagle Bluff Environmental Center in Lanesboro Minnesota uh, only six days a year. Uh, this year it will be July 9th through the 14th. Um, and what we do is we have 28 sessions that we do in the six days. Where, uh, we do not allow any electronics. Um, we're so busy they don't, the students don't need it anyway. And it's our main focus is the environment. We don't get into issues. We get into why uh, the students need to pay attention to what's going on with the environment and why these uh, the things in the environment are awesome and cool and, and why they need to uh, make a difference in the change. Sure. So tell me, Bruce, uh, in part anyway, uh, why are you here at the National Pheasant Fest and Quail Classic? Well, we, we, uh, we are a Pheasants Forever chapter, and we do... Um, we do support Pheasants Forever, and we are part. Since we're part of it, um, we put a booth here uh, so that we can uh, reach more students and more uh, chapters to get our word out. Okay, and you said that uh, uh, 11 to 16 are the ages of the students that would attend. Correct. So, how do students um, that are interested in a program like this uh, register for it? Uh, everything, all our registration is on our uh, registration and payment is all on our website, www.tunecampmn.com. Okay. Um, so they can go on there, get all the information uh, that they need to register and um, sign up there. Actually, our our uh, website is open uh, for registration today on. So uh, anytime they'd like to check us out and see what we're about. We're on the website and okay. go ahead and, and click on the registration, uh, student registration. Okay. One of the things that I shared with you is that I'm a former science teacher and this is a very science-based camp. Um, and so what are some of the activities that the students will take part in during this time? Sure. On the education side, we get into aquatic evasive species, native grass habitat, where we actually get into the prairie grass and do a grass identification. Also learn why native grass is cool and, and awesome. Not just because I teach that. <laughs> not, 
I, I teach the way I learn, and that's cartoons and commercials. So it's very animated. Um, since we're talking about grass, sure. So uh, we also we also get into Streamlab, where they jump in the river, learn about pollution, clarity, collect bugs, uh, pollinators, where they put on the bee suit. We take apart a hive. Uh, we get into soil biology, where we we get into the prairie grass and the, and the forest, and we learn about the the difference between the two soils and uh, water absorption and soil testing. Uh, we also get into songbirds, where they get out and identify different songbirds of the area. Insects, where they also do uh, insect identification. Uh, we we visit the local uh, trout or, um, trout hatchery down in Lanesboro, um, and then we do uh, a trout behavior class. Um, we also do. Uh, wetlands. Uh, we hold that class around a, uh, a small wetland pond. Um, so we try to connect directly with what's happening and being in the environment as we teach this stuff. Uh, so that's hands-on. We try to get as much hands-on as possible. We do forestry where we're out uh, doing uh, tree identification. Um, we get into like I said, 28 of them, so I'm, tr I'm sure I missed a few. <laughs> well, well, it sounds a lot like my uh, summer program in Ogallala with Ms. Yeah. Armstrong. Yeah. Was, that's, it's a lot of fun. That's right. Trey's referring to a, a, a program. We lived in western Nebraska, Ogallala, and uh, we had some dynamite people that worked with youth, and, and that was a program that uh, was offered to our elementary-age students. Um, so these are a little bit older, but as you're describing this, Bruce, when do they sleep? Well, <laughs> they, they get a chance. <laughs> well, I hope so, because so, yeah. or, or they go back home very, very tired. Well, well, that's awesome. No, they, they're in bed by 10, but they're up at 6.30, and, and uh, we're out 90% of the time. We're out outside. Uh, we also set up the auditorium there with... Uh, all the different tables of uh, things that are related to what we're teaching. So they have a hands-on again, so they okay. can take a look and see. And, mm -hmm. and I've got, um, I've, I average 30 to 35 uh, volunteers and professionals that help me put this together. So I have some superstars that really help out. Sure. Uh, amazing people. That, that's what makes the world go round, right? The, yeah, the volunteers, and especially working with today's youth. So uh, that's, yeah, couldn't do it without volunteers. Uh, who are some of the partners that you work with, uh, the, the volunteers? Uh, the DNR, Minnesota DNR. We get into um, uh, Pollinate Minnesota. Uh, I have uh, have Minnesota Soil Health Coalition that helps me run the soil. Um, we get into, uh, uh, this year we're bringing in the Minnesota Trappers Association, talk about uh, predators and why that's part of the balance. Um, we also get into uh, Winona Soil and Health. Uh, they, they run our aquatic invasives. Um, uh, a lot of the Trout Unlimited, Laughing Trout uh, helps. We also tie flies and uh, do fly casting and fly fishing uh, as part of that. Okay. Um, and we also have, we're also connected with uh, uh, Minnesota Trout Unlimited and Twin City Trout Unlimited okay. and Hiawatha Trout Unlimited chapter as well. Okay. I also know there's a river nearby, so that also means then that uh, um, canoeing 
kayaking, those types yeah. of things too? Yeah, we get into canoeing. Uh, part of the fun side is the high ropes, canoeing, archery, 22 trap, uh, wilderness survival. We make that into a, a competition. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. Um, and then again, fly fishing. Okay. Um, so with the Tune program, what are what are its missions? Well, we want to we we want to bring the environment. I like to say we're not uh, a camp that for kids to get outdoors. We like to put the outdoors in kids. Okay. Um, we want to bring all of the awareness of of the environment to these students so that they have something planting seeds for the next generation. Sure. Okay. Uh, now I see on your T-shirt. You've got four parallels or four pillars that are part of that. What what are those? That's balance, harmony, love, and respect. Awesome. That's, that's our mission, and uh, with that, we hope to achieve stewards of the land. I also see on the website that uh, you teach Aldo Leopold, and Aldo Leopold is a naturalist, conservationist, some would say the father of, of modern-day conservation, and uh, this year is the 75th anniversary of the publishing of Sand County Almanac, and uh, as I shared with you when we visited, I, I taught uh, Sand County Almanac in my classrooms and, and uh, really think that uh, teaching Aldo Leopold is, is critical to really understanding modern conservation. So. So how did that come to be? How did how did uh, the teachings and the works of Aldo Leopold become part of Tune? Well, at one time, Pheasants Forever uh, did have the Leopold Education Program. Okay. And then they had turned it back over, uh, first to the Audubon, and then then uh, Leopold uh, program took over. Um, and it's funny that you mentioned that. Uh, I just got a notice the other day that Estelle uh, Leopold. Uh, passed away this year. So and that's a daughter, correct? That was the youngest daughter, right. yeah, okay. 94. Mm -hmm. So uh, I, I recently, even though producing a podcast takes time, I do take time to listen to other podcasts, and and uh, they they had, uh, I think it was the maybe the president of the Leopold Foundation, and he talked about how she was so instrumental in in moving it forward. So that's sad to hear. Well, she had a, it was an excellent life that she had, and I think all the Leopold children were able to uh, provide um, more to his, to legacy. his life, yeah, to his legacy. Sure. Um, the reason that we, that I enjoy Leopold is because he has the, out of all the conservationists, his strong point was a man-land relationship. Sure. and how important that is and that we should always try to remember that, keep that in mind when we are working with nature, that we have to share it with nature to make it work better. You know, Something that drew me to his works were his powers of observation. You know, the most, the I shouldn't say most, the, maybe the least important thing that a person might think you should be observing, he did. You know, right. He watched a mouse and 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 hypothesized about what 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 was the objective there and those things. So his powers of observation were very keen, and that's that's I think important to be able to teach to our youth as well. And I'm sure you do a lot of that. Oh yeah. Time. Yeah. Well, and that's that's kind of where I came up with the four words. 
uh, was through reading San Connie Almanac many, many years, realizing that um, balance, harmony, love, and respect, uh, it just fits. It makes it work. Sure. It's what we all need. Absolutely. Um, and I know you said this, but I didn't write this down quick enough, but what dates are the camp? It's This year, it's July 9th through the 14th. Okay, 9th through the 14th. And is there a cost to the camp? Uh, yes, there is. It's a $600 camp, Okay. but there are also um, scholarships available. Uh, everything is online, the registration, and you can click on the scholarship application if needed. Uh, the student is required to write a 150-word essay as to why they love nature and why they want to come to camp. And then we submit that uh, either to Trot Unlimited chapters or the uh, Pheasants Forever chapters where the student lives. And um, it, nothing is 100% guaranteed, it's, it's up to the, the chapters and up to the um, whether they can afford to help to help, help with the scholarship. Sure. Right. Okay. Um, you mentioned that uh, you are supported by several Pheasants Forever chapters, um, and you are here at Pheasant Forever, Quail Forever, the National Pheasant Fest and, and Quail Classic. Um, how instrumental is Pheasants Forever to your program? Uh, it's it's well, it started at the national level. It, it started at, as I think at one time, Pheasants Forever wanted to create camps all across the U.S., um, and we were part of that. And we just kind of spun off. Uh, we're, there's only two remaining chapters left. Um, and I took the, the mission, their idea, to make it a conservation ecology. And um, when I took over the camp, it was, it was down to three days and about 12 sessions. And uh, we've grown it. To, uh, as our main focus, um, because because especially especially now with what's happening with the environment, uh, how important of an issue everything is. Sure. And for these students to know that they can make a change and a difference in ownership. Sure. And how long again have you been with this program? I've been director for the last 12 years, and uh, you started out just volunteering for it. Uh, I've been with the Pheasants Forever for 22 years, I think it is now. Okay. Yeah, okay. So. And uh, uh, in those 12 years, you said you started with how many programs, and you have 28 now? Uh, yeah, we started out with 12. 12, I, okay. Yeah, so. And now 28. Correct. That's awesome. That's, uh, that takes a lot of work, and that takes a tremendous amount of leadership. So. So you should be congratulated on, on that, those efforts. So yeah, thank you. And working with, with youth uh, as a 30-plus year uh, teacher and, and administrator. And I, I tell you, there's no more re rewarding profession, in my opinion, um, than working with uh, the young people and seeing them grow into uh, these wonderful adults. So. Yeah, yeah, we've uh, actually been blessed the last uh, two, three years that I've had students that started out 11, and now they've come back, and they're uh, I've got 18-year-old, uh, 19 and 21-year-olds that are now youth or adult, adult guides. We call ourselves guides. Okay. Um, yeah. So 
uh, it, the mentorship program is working. We're passing the torch on to the next generation. Nice, nice. And how many how many kids that have attended the camp want to come back? Uh, well, we get anywhere from twelve to fifteen a year okay. that come back, okay. and you know it's. It's great. I always tell them, I think that's my statement, uh, you can come back as many times as you want. Just uh, bring someone who hasn't been to share. Sure. I could tell by the look in your face that uh, you thought I was going to ask just how many kids have gone through the program, I bet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that would have been a, that would have been a, a zinger, wouldn't it? Yeah, I'm like, holy cow. <laughs> Are there any other things about the Toon Camp that you'd like to share? Uh, no, I just want to thank everyone who supported us and believes in our mission. Awesome. Well, thank you for taking the time to come here and, and be part of our Unbroken Arrows Healing Through the Hunt podcast. Uh, again, we're here because of uh, Pheasants Forever. Uh, Bob St. Pierre was a host on our podcast and, and through uh, communication with him, he asked if we would like to, to highlight uh, and some of our exhibitors. And so we're glad that uh, We've made your acquaintance. So. Well, thank you. Thank you, Greg. And thank you, Try for all that you do. And uh, you guys are amazing. And I, I've listened to your podcasts and well, I'm blown you. away. So well, thank you. Appreciate it. We, we, we try. We're not professionals by any means, but we try. We're getting there. <laughs> Very good. Thanks, Bruce.